Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For this week's episode, Megan and I are taking it back to the basics and we're going to be doing an Am I the A-Hole Reddit review. I think it's been a couple months. Yeah, thank goodness you guys like these episodes because they're pretty easy for us to do on a whim, and boy do we need that this week. We are so crammed with exams this week and next week that I'm honestly kind of like, how the heck am I supposed to do it all? But we're just taking a couple deep breaths, and we're going to get through it. And we got one done this morning, so that was honestly still a relief. Like, I know I still have, like, a whole mountain ahead of me, but I feel like like, I'm just like, good job. We have a neuro exam this Thursday, and then... We're going home this weekend, so it's just going to be, like, kind of harder to, like, and have stuff to do this weekend, so it's going to be harder just to, like, fit in studying, so we're trying to, like, also do plenty this week, too, but then next Monday, we have a performance exam where we have to, like, practice electrical stimulation on a patient, kind of, and then we have, on Tuesday, back-to-back, a neural, like, physical therapy-specific exam, and then cardiopulmonary as soon as we finish that exam, and then we have a physical agent's lecture exam on Thursday. So, wish us luck. And not that that stuff means anything to you guys, but it's just, it's a, just lot. a lot. Or like <laughs> for some reason, you guys maybe don't know what I'm talking about, but like a lot of people know what ESTEM is. Like it's pretty not, like it's not crazy to have like a TENS unit or like those electrode things where you put them on your skin and like you can like turn it up and like it buzzes or twitches your muscles and stuff like that. And that's essentially like what we're working on right now. And it's just something that's really hard for me to comprehend in terms of like setting parameters for a specific reason I don't know what is going on and I like review the lecture a little bit because like I've had other priorities but I'm like I review it I'm kind of like okay like I kind of get it and then like I revisit I'm like I actually have no idea what is going on Mm -hmm. and it's also just difficult because like for COVID and stuff like we have restrictions with you know when we can be on campus and so like the stuff that we're doing in lab we really only work with it when we're in lab which is once a week and then we're like tested on it so I'm just like Oh, <laughs> good yeah. luck to me. So that's just kind of nerve-wracking, but I have hope that once I can start focusing more on that class, once I get through my neuro exam, that um, things will start aligning. And I'll be like, oh, this is like what I didn't understand the whole time. Yeah, hopefully. But anyways, time for some good news. What are your, uh, or what is your weekly spotlight? My weekly spotlight is that it's nice out today. Keeping it simple, it was like, I think it's pretty much 70 degrees, it's sunny out, although it is rather windy, but like it it's It is not, windy. It's not like cold windy, it's just like, it just it's is like windy. It's like the hair is blowing in your face and really annoying I had to windy. put my hair in a low ponytail, that's fine, it's currently <laughs> in its state that it's in, because I was walking to campus and my hair was flying all over the place where it like was just honestly not working for me. Also, I can share, um, this happened to me on the way to campus, and it's an interesting story that's going to sound confusing and I didn't tell you it, but I figured, you know why not share? And people on the podcast can hear too. So I was going, I was walking to the Pentecrest so I could wait for a bus to take me closer to the other side where our classes are. And so I'm sitting, I'm waiting. There's still like 10 minutes for me to wait for the bus. And I'm sitting on a bench and a guy comes up shirtless, 
like riding a skateboard and like sits in on the bench like next to the one that I'm sitting on and I actually have my airpods in which I don't do I don't do all the time but I was like it'll be nice it's a nice day out so like let me have my airpods <laughs> in and like listen just to enjoy music. your moment your walk and then this guy started I don't know what he said at first but he was like do the cops come quickly like here and I was just like take my airpod out and I'm like <laughs> come again what and he was like he wasn't, I want to preface this by saying he was not making any sense. So if I sound like I'm not making sense, like this is what he was saying. He was like in his 20s, like, I don't know. He wasn't, he, he didn't seem incoherent, but he just like also wasn't man- making any sense. And so he was saying that he was like on the Pentecrest skateboarding, I'm assuming. And like, you're not supposed to be skateboarding. And that this old lady like yelled at him for like not skateboard or for skateboarding, for skateboarding and like having his shirt off. And then he, like, yelled back at her, and she apparently was saying, like, she was going to call campus security or something. He was saying he was, like, in town meeting with his brother, and he was just like, how fast do you think campus security would, like, be able to come here? And then, basically, (laughs) after all this, then he started saying, um, this is when I started really getting confused. He was, like, talking about that, and he's just like, so I have, like, a camera guy. Do you mind if you're like, um, on video, or, like, I could blur you out, or, and I see a camera, I see a camera guy nowhere, he, like, points off in a direction towards, um, like, the mall, but, like, I see nothing, and I have no idea what he's talking about, and he was just, like, or you're wearing a mask already, so you're kind of already, like, you can't tell, like, who you are, just, like, literally, what is going on? I have no idea what's going on, and so I was just, like, no thanks, like, I don't even know if that makes sense (laughs) to what you're asking, (laughs) but... He wasn't recording anything. There was no camera person. I didn't know what was going on. They were on. in the distance, Megan. You couldn't and see And then <laughs> he just skateboarded away. Weird. And I was just like, what just happened? That sounds like a fever dream. It was. I'd be so. like, that's my bus. I have to go. <laughs> I was hoping it would show up, but... Because I was like, I didn't want him to, like, stay there. So if he, luckily he left, but I was just like, great. <laughs> well, that's a funky story. Don't have that happen uh, very often. I guess, did I say my weekly spotlight? Or it's kind of just, like, also on, like, the same weather vibe? I was going to say that um, I have, like, a return that I had to make. So I had to, like, walk to a <clears throat> Dropbox, like, a U.S. Postal Service Dropbox. So oh, I got, like, called? I think they're called, like, blue boxes. I don't know, like, what they're actually called. I had to, like, look it up, though, because I had to figure out where one was. <laughs> um, really? Yes, because I was like, where's the closest one? So... I had a nice little walk, dropped off my package to return some stuff, and enjoyed the weather. That's all you need. Honestly, it is right now. It's honestly boosting my mood a lot because I was very stressed yesterday, and I'm still, like, a little bit stressed, but the stress levels have gone down. So. Glad to hear that. Would you like to start or would you like me to start? Um, I can start. A lot of mine are pretty long, so. I feel like mine are too. But I feel like they're good. I haven't fully read through all of mine, guys. I did read through all mine, so. if I stutter my words... Or, am I, or if I'm confused, that would be why. Okay, so this is, am I the a-hole for canceling my own bachelorette party? <clears throat> this happened over a year ago, and I feel like everything is fine between all of us now, so I figured there was enough distance from the situation for me to finally ask about whether I was the a-hole. So for backstory, I have eight bridesmaids. Two of them are my sisters under 21. Um, I've never had a strong group of friends before, so, did, so the dynamic between my bridesmaids ranged from not knowing each other at all to being loose acquaintances. The wedding was set for April 24th, 2020. 
Early in planning, my maid of honor told me I might pass the bachelorette party planning process over to the other bridesmaid because I have a life and don't have time to plan a party for you. I was so shocked that I didn't even know what to say, so I changed the subject. When asked later, I told my maid of honor and my sister-in-law that the only thing I didn't want to do was go to AC. I don't know where AC is, so I don't know. Let us know if you're from AC. A month later, I still didn't. I still haven't heard anything from anyone of my bridal party when. I still hadn't heard anything from any of my bridal party when one of my bridesmaids, not friends with any of the other and the rest of my party and just met all of them during the planning process, told me that they had just started planning and that they had a feeling I wasn't going to like the plans which were, I didn't like, they had a feeling I wasn't going to like the plans which were to go to AC, the one thing I didn't want to do. They informed me that nothing was booked or actually planned yet, so I explained how I didn't really want to do that, but if that's what everyone else wanted to do, then I guess I would have to deal with it. They, they said they had my back and would try to pivot. At my bridal shower in November 2019, my maid of honor presented a new plan to go up to the mountains for a weekend instead of my bachelorette par- instead for my bachelorette party. I loved it. I've never been um, there before, so I was excited. She came up with a tentative weekend that we could go. The only the only ones going were my maid of honor, the friend who I told them I didn't want AC, my sister-in-law, and one other bridesmaid. One dropped out because she's in law school and felt overwhelmed with the work, and at the time, totally valid. And the other one lives far away and was already using PTO um, from work to go to the wedding. And then her two sisters were under 21, so they weren't going either. Then in the middle of January 2020, three weeks before this party was supposed to happen, my friend, who originally asked them to change the plans so that they can't handle working with the rest of the bridesmaids anymore so they don't want to come to the party anymore, and they were considering dropping out of my wedding, they said that no one could agree on anything and no one was talking or no one was taking what I wanted into consideration and that they were all acting like I was forcing them to go and none of them wanted to go anyway. Um, also, nothing was booked at all three weeks out. I took matters into my own hands and texted my maid of honor that I don't want a party anymore and I'd rather do nothing and then have a party that clearly no one wants to be at. She eventually admits that, yes, no one actually wanted to throw me a party at all, so she, so we should just cancel. Um, so I break the news to everyone else, and that was that. So. That's sad. I feel bad for her. <laughs> I feel like my overall, my overall feeling for this was just, like, you didn't do anything wrong at any point in time. And that, like, I just feel bad that no one could... Take it amongst themselves, either single-handedly or together, to, like, make something work. I mean, one, did her maid of honor end up being the one that suggested going to the mountains? Because originally she said that her maid of honor was not going to plan it. Because she said her maid of honor was, like, I feel like I have too much going on. Which is kind of, like, a weird excuse to say, like... I'm like, why would you accept being someone's maid of honor if you feel like you can't do the maid of honor responsibilities i say this as um, a fellow maid of honor (laughs) i feel like i don't have time to do stuff but i'm like i will i will eventually plan stuff it's just like it's difficult for me right now we're lucky because we're gonna be co-maid of honors and so uh i just mess it up and i'll like pull her mom in to help a little bit too i'll be like what are we supposed to do yeah that's our issue is like we don't know what we're supposed to do for anything we did kind of decide you guys can let us know your thoughts on like bridal showers but we were recently talking with Haley and, like, kind of, like, are we supposed to plan that? Is that something you plan? Who's in charge of that? Because, like, to be honest, I've been to a bridal shower, so I know what they are, but, like, what is the point of them, really? I know it's to get gifts, but I don't like the situation, so um, Haley was kind of like, maybe we just don't have one. So I don't know if that's going to be, like, her final decision, but to be honest, I don't know if I want one either. Like, mm-hmm. why have too many unnecessary things? But going back to... One, I think we both agree she's definitely not the a-hole, and I just honestly feel bad for her that, like you said, no, like, these are supposedly her closest friends and family, like, that she asked to be in her bridal party, and none of them, like, want to do, like, what maids of honor. And going away for a weekend does not seem, like, that difficult to do. Yeah, I don't know if she just has, like, a bunch of unorganized people in her life, and, like, they're just, like, all unorganized, 
And it's like, wouldn't you be upset knowing that, like, everyone... And yeah, her maid of honor was the one that presented the new plans to go to the mountain. Which is, like, it's sad because it's like, you know, you were, like, off track with, like, the whole, we're going to AC thing, but then, like, you're back on track because, like, you're going to the mountains. And she's like, okay, that sounds fun. And then no one books anything. No and one just, wants like, to go. Why is no one excited to go? Right? Like, that like, would why be are you a That would be hurtful. I'd be like, ouch. Like, could you imagine you're the bride and you have, like, all of your bridesmaids and you're like, I'm so excited for, like, the bachelor party. Like, it's gonna be so much fun. Everyone's like, yeah, like, sure. Yeah, just cancel, please. And they're just like, yes. Yeah, or just, like, even hearing that, like, from your maid of honor directly, you're like, yeah, no one really wants to go. I'd be like, ouch. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's cancel. Sounds good. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> yeah, go either. Sad. So, definitely not, but very sad. Okay. The one that I have pulled up first is, am I the a-hole for telling my boyfriend I won't take care of a dog that I don't want? My boyfriend and I have been together for three years. We have three cats together. They all get along fine. Recently, he uh, recently he asked about getting a purebred pug. I consider myself heavily a cat person and much rather prefer them over dogs. However, I do not hate dogs. I also, however, think that although cute, pugs are a genetic monstrosity and should not be bred. In my opinion, it's inhumane since they have so many health problems and essentially will suffer a portion of their life. You can get corrective surgery to help them breathe, etc., but I definitely do not want to pay for that. I suggested getting a different, healthier breed of dog, and he says he's always wanted a pug. He, insist- or he insisted and has pushed and pushed and pretty much implied that he will get one whether I like it or not. I basically said, well, if you want a pug, you can get one yourself, pay for its medical issues yourself, and I'm not taking care of it at all. That, that means that I'm not picking its poop up when it poops in the house, I'm not taking, taking it outside uh, at 2 a.m. in the winter, now he's mad at me and won't talk to me. I have really tried to compromise. I just don't want to take care of an animal that I don't want. Here's my thoughts on this. I think she doesn't have to do anything that she does not want to do, but I think that it's reasonable that her boyfriend is upset about the lack of... I don't think she's really compromising that much. Um, and to be honest, like you're literally saying like, like, you're in a relationship. I don't know how serious or not they are. I guess they said, she said they have three cats. So, like, that would seemingly be a rather serious relationship. So, to, like, to be like, I'm going to compartmentalize these three pets we share, and then this dog is just absolutely not mine. Like, that seems a little difficult It's also just me. not realistic, in my opinion. Like, even if you were just, like, watching someone's house, like, you know, that would consist of, like, watching their pets. So, like, if your boyfriend is out of the house, grocery store, work, whatever you're just, like, going to ignore the dog. Like, you can't do that. It'll come up to you and want to play. So What are you going to do? Unless you're very good at just, like, pretending an animal doesn't exist. I just don't think it's feasible. But I also feel like her boyfriend should also be like, okay, so if I don't want that to happen, depending on how, like, you know, stubborn she is and if she doesn't actually want to do that, and if he's like, no, she actually probably won't do that, then her boyfriend should probably make sure that he doesn't put himself or a pug in that situation. Because I just don't think that's, like, you know, the best, most optimal environment for a dog to be in. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure you're creating a good, healthy home environment for whatever dog you do get. And so if she's going to contribute to, like, a negative environment for the pug, like, then I don't think you guys should get a pug. But I, like, I understand, or like, this the could be a concerns. breaking point, and maybe you guys break up. I don't know. <laughs> I understand the health concerns, but I feel like it's not realistic to say, like, I guess, like, I don't know how to word this. I understand if someone's like, I'm not going to get a pug because, like, I don't, like, believe in, like, the breeding of pugs and, like, the causing of, like, all the health problems that they tend to have from breeding. But then, like, <clears throat> to say, like, that's the reason why, so if you get a pug, like, I will not take care of it. Like, I don't know. Like, you didn't, you're not really standing up for anything unless that's just, like, her bargaining chip. Like, if he gets a pug, the pug's already there, so you just, like, aren't going to take care of it because it's 
bred the way it is. Like, I don't know. But, like, would you take care of another dog? So, like, I think that's kind of weird. I think that they're both being difficult. I think she seems like she's being more difficult, though. I've got to be honest. And I understand, like, I guess, like, I don't know how much uh, money pugs cost, like, in terms of health consequences. So, like, that that's could be a like, yeah. concern if you don't want to pay for it. I just feel like if you guys want a dog, you should, like, work together so you're both excited to get a dog mm-hmm. and get a dog you both like. Like, I'm sorry, dude, but, like, I know you want a pug, but, like, you don't have to have a pug. Like, you could get another dog you like. Exactly. So. And it might be better for both of you. So. Is she the a-hole? Kind of. I would say so. But I think that when you're in a relationship and you're mm-hmm. making choices that are, like, that big, like getting a pet, you both need to be, like, willing to. Like, set to, yourself up for success yeah. and don't just, like, start from a really bad place. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Here's the next one. Am I the a-hole for not going out of my way to sign a document that could let my ex sell his house? So it says, I live in a state where, for some bizarre reason, the child support receiving parent has to sign off on the property that the pair wants to sell. The state places a loan or lien on the property. I know nothing about houses, so I don't even know what that means or if that's a typo. No, Until I sign a, a document saying it's okay to cancel it. I got frantic texts from my ex a few weeks back that I needed to sign this document in order for their house sale to go through. Our kids were with him and my partner, and I had booked a cabin for ourselves to relax for a week. I didn't have a computer or anything. He asked if I could come back just home to sign that paper. I didn't want to drive four hours back just because my ex and his wife weren't prepared. They also didn't have a working car to come to us with the documents. I suggested that they find someone to drive the papers up and left it at that. He bombarded me with messages that I didn't, but I didn't bother responding because they weren't about the kids. I do feel guilty about one thing. My ex told me that there was a FedEx printing center like two hours away, and they could also scan stuff. She said I still respond. I didn't really understand what she meant by that. I was kind of like, okay, so you're going to drive two hours instead. I guess. Didn't elaborate. I was going to ask if they had a fax machine. That and they, they could also scan access stuff. Access I still refused. Um, I told them he needs to find someone to come where I was. The sale of their house fell through, and they lost the deposit they'd put down on another house that they were going to buy with the money from the selling on their house, which was pretty dumb to do because the sale was final, to be honest. Um, their current house has some issues and has been on the market for a while, so now they're pretty upset that they lost a buyer. My ex accused me of sabotaging their finances, um, and I may have rolled my eyes at him and kept silent when he dropped off our kids. It would be sabotage if it was intentional, but it wasn't. So I'm going to say she's not the a-hole because, like, if you're four hours away, like, I wouldn't drive four hours either. Yeah. Also, how dumb does it seem? Like, is that how it thought? I guess, like, if the house is final sale, I'm just, like, shocked that they lost their direct deposit on a house that they didn't even get. That was, like, news to me. I don't know much about houses. And we don't know much about I houses, so... I'm just like, that seems that surprising. Like, it's certainly annoying. Someone, the top count on here is um, something that said, I guess I need to find it. So it says, this is a perfect example of lack of planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on mine. I, like I don't that. know if that's a common phrase, but they quoted it, so. Well, that's like, I agree with that because, like, she's doing her own thing, living her own life, and... You know, all of a sudden her ex is like, I need you to sign something. And she's like, sorry, dude, I can't. I'm four hours away. Yeah. And, like, the car issue thing on their part, like, not being able to, like, drive up four hours. Like, I'm like, Uber. I don't know. Like, yeah. do something. That'd be expensive, but they could. I'm just saying, like, it's Plus. more of, like, it's your issue, not mine. <laughs> yeah. So figure it out. I agree. Okay. This next one is kind of long. So hopefully I don't stumble over my words too much. This is, am I the a-hole for not helping a lady at the doctor's office when she was having a hard time with her kids? 
Because of some arbitrary rule I don't understand, I have to go and see my therapist every month to have my antidepressant refilled. Don't know why this doctor requires me to do that. My last doctor was allowed to write a three-month script, and I could call <clears> him <throat> if I needed help with anything. Uh, I don't really care about this. Anyway. Um, I was at the doctor waiting for my appointment. There was a woman in the waiting room, the only other person. She was working, or she was probably the doctor's, the doctor's partner's patient. I don't know. Don't care. Okay, neither do I then. <laughs> um, she had two kids with her. One looked like it was five or six. The other one was small and still in the stroller, so two or three. Uh, the bigger kid was playing on an iPad, and I guess the battery died, or his game stopped working, something happened, and the kid started throwing a fit, screaming and flinging his arms around. I was using my own device with headphones, but I had to turn them down so I could hear what the receptionist, or when the receptionist called my name for me to go back, and I could hear the whole whole tantrum. Uh, a couple minutes into the kid throwing a fit, and the, or the littler one started throwing one too. Not sure why. I guess the older screaming made it angry, question mark. <laughs> I don't know, kids. I don't know why they do things. Don't like them. Don't want them. Never held a baby. Never on. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> um, I tried to ignore them, but they were loud, um, and I could hear the older one screaming. She has an iPad. She has an iPad over and over again pointing at me. Uh, the mom gets my attention and asks me if the kid can watch what I'm watching, or maybe he can play a game and she can give me, like, a dollar for every five minutes or something. <laughs> I declined. Number one, I don't let anyone touch my devices. And number two, I don't believe in rewarding bad behavior. The kid was screaming and acting like a fool. You don't give a kid a cookie when he throws his dinner on the wall. He'll just keep doing it. The mom starts begging me, saying that she can't calm the little one down if the older one is screaming, and if I or, and could I just help her out? I declined again because the whole kid thing, I just can't with kids they send me off <laughs> frankly kids give me anxiety they always seem sticky and dirty and loud uh the mom called me some choice names and ended up taking the kids outside i got called back to my appointment like five minutes later and didn't seem or didn't see them when i got back out the receptionist told me the lady had to leave because she couldn't get them to calm down and she the way she told me this kind of made me feel like she was trying to make me feel bad about it it isn't my job to babysit someone's kids in public she should plan for this stuff uh when you take kids places in my opinion i have a couple things one most doctor's office I thought were still doing, like, wait in your car. That would really have helped her and everyone out in this situation. <laughs> Maybe they should try that out. Number two, the mom solved the problem. Well, actually, no, she had to leave directly. I thought, <laughs> at first I was, like, her going outside. Although, she could have been, like, can you give me a call? And I'll just, like, come back in then. Like, that would have been reasonable, I think. Maybe, yeah. The reception's making them feel bad anyway, so she could have helped solve the problem. Um, I don't think this person had any obligation to help out. Yeah these people like they just don't i agree i also am not Especially going to like knock just, the mom for like asking because i feel like when you're a parent in that desperate desperate of a situation like you'll try anything and so you're like can like, like our mom has out. said like there have been times where like we would be she'd go to the grocery store with at least like me and sierra or like maybe all three of us and like there would there she said there's been times where she had to just like leave a cart in the grocery store because like we were throwing a tantrum and obviously i have no memory of that but <laughs> you just kind of like it's just the path of parenting. Like, you just have to deal with it. If you parent a child and they never once throw a fit in public, then let the world know your secrets because... Or, like, um, we'd always be in the cry room at church. Yeah. That was our place. <laughs> Is that what everyone calls them? That's what we call them. It was literally called the cry room. There was a label on the door. children. Um, yeah, I agree. I don't think that she had any obligation to help out. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, would it have been nice if you did that? Sure. But, like, am I going to say you are obligated to do that? Like, would I have done that? Probably not. Like, it's just, like, that's kind of, like, an invasion of privacy, I feel like. Or it's just not like, that deep, but it's just, so like... So then to be, like, can they watch what you're watching? I'm just, like, what, what if I'm not watching anything? Or, like, what if I'm just like you're like doing your homework? <laughs> you're, like, they can watch me do some math Or, homework. like, it's probably so not going to be, like, anything the kid's interested in. They're practically... Like, she's practically asking you, like, can you put on, like, 
a kids thing that they would be interested yeah. in watching. You know what I mean? And then also, like she said, it puts, or he, I don't know if this was a girl or guy, <clears> it <throat> puts the risk of, like, what if they, like, drop your iPad or, like, break something, and then it's just, like, a whole hassle you don't want to deal with. Plus, it's COVID. We shouldn't be uh, sharing things anyways. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's this next one. Um, this kind of has, like, a lot of names, so just, like, go into that trying to, like, keep everyone straight. I feel like there's actually probably only, like, two or three names, but I feel like it just mentions a lot of people. So, am I the a because I, 35 female, sided with my brothers, 27 male, that's her brother, X, 23 female, instead of him. One of my brother's dreams is to get married and have a family. Let's call him Rhett for the sake of this. Or let's call him Rhett for the sake of this. <laughs> um, for seven years, Rhett dated Britt and was convinced he was going to live out his dream with her. I, it ended rather bitterly with Brett or with Britt cheating on him. This landed my brother homeless for a few days and broke. He never processed what truly happened. He became obsessed with getting her back until a restraining order was filed on her part. Oof. I've encouraged him to see a therapist, but that's like talking to a brick wall. Um, so cue now. He's only dated women for a month before breaking up with them. He insists these women are not wife material. Then we get to Amelia, 23 female. So we've had Britt. That was his ex-girlfriend that really kind of did him dirty. Or no, well, yeah, kind of. But And he can't get over her. Um, the first night of their date, he called me to tell me he truly saw something special in this girl. After the second date, he told me that he thought he was going to marry her. We, as in her, like this girl's brothers, because I'm guessing they have additional brothers, and I met her four weeks into the relationship, and she was a sweet girl. I thought my brother was moving on. Then a few days later, he broke up with her. This wasn't surprising due to his track history, but at the same time, it, it, it was. Rhett came over to tell me that he still loved her, but she wasn't wife material, and she was showing signs Britt showed in their relationship. He insisted Amelia was jealous, uncaring, and insecure about their past relationship, um, their past relationships. Their texts, which he showed me, were a little appalling and not because of her. He broke up with her over text. In this message, he was calling her callous. Um, well, she was very calm on her end. The reason for the breakup, they had a fight. She apologized and asked for a little comfort because her dad was sick. Rhett said he was too hurt by her to comfort her. To him, she was being selfish. He explained her selfishness was just like Britt who would doom their relationship. Again, her reply was calm and she told him she wished him well and recommended he get help because his past, because the past with Britt was still hurting him and in the process he was hurting numerous other women. Looking at for the messages, I was shocked my brother could treat someone like that. He was expecting me to insult her, but I found myself siding with the poor girl. I said this was proof he's still impacted by his relationship with Britt and he needed to see someone. He yelled at me for not comforting him and left. He told me, or he told my boyfriend he was done with our family because there's no support. Um, I felt good in what I did until another brother got me questioning what I said. He told me the best thing I could have did for Rhett was side with him. Um, but then later discussed the breakup after a week when he was more calm and collective. I don't think that she's an a-hole. I think that... Mm -hmm. Obviously, I don't know, like, her brother's, like, actual mental state, so we're just, like, going based on what she's saying. But from what her sh or from what she's saying, it does sound like he, like, is having trouble actually moving on from his past yeah. relationship. Because she was already saying that that's a concern she had prior to him even, like, dating this specific girl. So I feel like she seems like she already knows her brother is making things more difficult. And, like, would it have been nice maybe to, like, delay, you know, what would be considered, like, the cold hard truth a week later? Like, could it have, like, you know saved his like feelings a little bit maybe but if you truly think like it's something that he needs help with then I think the sooner the better so mm -hmm. that's kind of how I saw it obviously like, we don't see the text messages either and honestly so. like, I get it too like it sucks when people that you're like you should be rooting for me and like mm -hmm. I get you it you should too. be on my side like it sucks when they're not but based off of what she said it just seemed like the more reasonable thing and like she herself was the one that read the texts that 
were between the two of them. So, all right, next one I have is, am I the a-hole for not introducing my stepdad as my dad, even though it hurts his feelings? My stepdad adopted me when I was eight years old, a year after he and my mom got married. I lost my dad when I was five. My parents were divorced long before he died, so this wasn't a thing of my mom marrying too fast or anything remotely like that, but it was awkward for me. Especially when they brought up adoption. I didn't or hadn't wanted my stepdad to adopt me. My mom asked me why and I told her at the time he wasn't daddy and I didn't love him and you're supposed to love your parents. She told me it was mostly for practical reasons and that it was okay not to be fully on board, but she really wanted me to say yes and there was never going to be any pressure to call him dad. I said yes. She told me I made the right decision. He told me I made the he told me I made the right decision and thanked me for letting him be my dad. That basically set the tone after where he would say I was his daughter and refer to himself as my dad while I would keep saying stepdad. I'm now 20, and I don't live with them anymore, and I still call him stepdad. It has been clear for the for close to six years now that it pains him that I still don't introduce him to people as my dad. It came up most recently, which is the reason for my post, because he or we got a new roommate recently, and my mom and stepdad <clears throat> stopped by to see me. I introduced them to the new roommate, and I could see the change in him. He was quite reserved. My mom was a little more prickly. After they went home, they called me on Zoom, and that's when they brought up uh, my introducing him as stepdad. He told me that he knows it hurts or he told me that he knows I know it hurts him, that's mouthful, and that he doesn't understand why I can't just introduce him as my dad, and after all these years, he is my dad. My mom told me I used her words against them for too long, and by now I should have different feelings on the adoption. I don't tell them this, but the truth is I regret saying yes to being adopted. I regret not standing by what I wanted. I did admit to knowing it hurt him, but I said I did not feel comfortable introducing him as my dad. I told him I was sorry it was hurting him, and it wasn't (laughs) done to hurt him, but to stay within my comfort zone. They told me I was wrong, and I should really consider uh, what my actions are doing to him. Um, my instinct, which I feel pretty confident with, is, like, she's not the a-hole. And, like, I think the only thing that determines who you call dad is how you feel about someone. Not an adoption paper, not them raising you for 14 years. Like, it matters how you feel about that person. And so, and she's not even, like, saying, she doesn't seem like she hates this guy, okay? I just feel like she's, like that's, you're still not my dad to me. I can't make that, like, I can just, like, say that and mean it. Mm-hmm. I think that the top comment says this best. Uh, they, like, uh, highlighted one of, like, the original posters, things where it says, after all these years, he's my dad, and then the person's like, that is only for you to decide. Because, and, like, I totally, like, I want to recognize that, like, the stepdad's feelings in this are valid. Like, yeah. I don't want to discount being, like, you know, him but feeling But he's not the one hurt. that decides who, what he gets to be called. And, like, that's why, like, he chooses to call her his daughter. And, like, that's a choice that he made. But, like, she gets to decide if she calls him her dad. And, like, eight years old, it's, like, young enough to, like, they could have, like, a really good relationship. Like, we don't know. But I feel like it's old enough, especially if she, oh, my God, especially if she has memory of her dad. Which, like, I also don't know because she was five, I think, when he died. So I don't know, like, how good her memory is of him. But I feel like even just, like, knowing, like, oh, like, that's my dad, it's difficult to, like, call someone else dad. And, like, I know there's also people that call, like, their stepdad and their dad both dads. I don't know how people do that because that just seems confusing to me. Um, but I also think that her parents are, like, her mom mostly. They're kind of putting a lot of pressure on her. And, like, she can't just, like, change her feelings. Clearly they know how she feels about it. So now they're just making yeah. her feel bad. And what, it's just going to be, like, genuine? Like, they think it's going to feel genuine if she starts switching what she calls him? I think that, like, they're placing a lot more <clears throat> emphasis on the stepdad's feelings as opposed to, like, well, what are her feelings? You know? Like, it hurts his feelings when you call him stepdad, but, like, if you were to call him dad, like, it would make you uncomfortable. So no one's going to be happy in this situation. And, like, 
it's not like either thing is bad. Like, it is true that he, like, I guess he's adopted you, so, like, technically, legally, he is your dad. But Technically, he's legal guardian. Okay, whatever. <laughs> and I feel like um, her mom mischaracterized. I actually don't know if, like, maybe you can adopt and just, like, have the title dad. I don't know. They can be. <laughs> um, I think her mom mischaracterized, like, what the adoption meant. If the mom wanted it to be, like, now we are, like, one big happy family, like, this is your dad, you know, you're his daughter. She definitely like, wrote it as in, like, she saw the practical purpose of it and was like, okay, fine. Yeah. But she wasn't kind of, like, jumping I feel like on the mom board was like, with. I feel like the mom probably thought, oh, it will come with time. Like, it'll be, like, just a legal thing first, but then, like, they'll bond, we'll be with family, and she'll just, like, start calling him dad. And so the daughter was like, I thought that you said that this was just a for the books kind of thing. So he's still my stepdad. So, not the mm-hmm. a-hole. Okay, am I the a-hole for refusing to wash a dress? I'm an 18-year-old female, and I work at a dry-cleaning business owned by my parents. I don't get paid, and I chose not to. The other day, a woman came by and asked us to clean a white dress. She then mentioned that she was planning to wear it to a wedding, and I flinched a little because wearing white to a wedding is considered disrespectful. I asked her why she was planning to wear it, and she said that she wanted to go to a wedding and remember remember hers. I really didn't like that because it was disrespectful and pretty wrong, I decided to decline changing it and nicely told her that I wouldn't do it and told her some of other some other places near us that would. She got slightly annoyed um, with me and called me an a-hole. So, that's it. I'm on the fence on this, but I'm going to kind of say she is the a-hole, only in the sense that, like, that's not your job to decide, like, I'm not going to clean your dress because I don't want you to wear this dress to a wedding. Like, that's not your job. Like, that girl's going to go wear the, wear the dress to the wedding anyways if she goes and wears it somewhere Like, else. your job is for people to give you clothes, and you clean it, and then you give it back to them. And, like, if she wouldn't have told you what it's for, like, you would have cleaned anyways. So, I feel like if I was the customer, it'd be annoying in the sense of, like, so I just gave you some information, and, like, now you're not going to do what I originally, like, wanted. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of shocked at this. I thought more people would be like, you're not the a-hole, but people are actually saying she is. That's kind of where I'm citing. And, like, I think you did it in, like, the nicest way by being, like, here's these other places. But, like, ultimately, your job is to have people give you clothes and you clean it and then you give it back to them. And, like, you're overstepping your role. All right. The next one that I have is, am I the a-hole for walking out on dinner when friends ask me to leave? I also have read this one, so I... I did read this one. I was thinking... Is it a good one? I thought it was pretty interesting. Okay, but... Um, my group of friends made a reservation for dinner at a popular restaurant for six people, but when we got to the restaurant, one of my friends, let's call her person A, very insightful, thank you, um, brought along her boyfriend without advance notice to any of us, hence making the total number of people seven. We all know her boyfriend well and are pretty chill with him, so we thought to ask the restaurant, uh, if seven, they said packs is possible. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, people? I think was. Seven was possible. Anyway. Um, unfortunately, the restaurant was unable to accommodate seven people as our, re- as our reservation was stated for six people. This was also understandable as the restaurant was a popular one and packed during that night, so fair enough. At this point, person A, who is kind of the leader of our friend group, turns to me and says, Okay, I think you should leave, so that we'll have six people. <laughs> I was flabbergasted and shocked when I heard that. My other friend, or my other friends kept silent and no one really spoke, so there was this awkward silence. I almost wanted to propose that perhaps we could have gone to a different restaurant down the street instead that could accommodate seven people, for example, but I felt a surge of emotions and called her a heartless B word. (laughs) Um, My friends all looked at me in horror and person A clearly looked shocked as well. The next day, my friend, let's call her person B, texted me and said that I overreacted and was as an a-hole for calling person A a B word in public. (laughs) 
Um, I was confused by this as I thought that I wasn't the a-hole in this situation, but maybe, maybe I was. I'm not sure. I'm honestly just shocked that their friend had the audacity to, like, say, okay, you leave. Yeah, right? Like, how do you even, like, that would damage, like, a friend group, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, ouch. Or, like, who made the restaurant, like, reservation? Because, like, one, I think best case scenario, person A should have showed up with their boyfriend and been like, oop, like, my bad for bringing my boyfriend, who I didn't tell you guys was coming, will leave, and you guys can just have, like, five at the reservation. Like, we'll go somewhere else. Yeah. And so she's like, well, he's in, so you better, uh, you're out. And I'd be like, ouch, you'd rather have him here than me? Like, he wasn't even invited. Like, I don't know. I feel like her calling person A names is, like, it's more just of a side comment to, the whole. to me. Like, I don't feel like that's a big factor as, like, opposed to, like, the greater picture of you get what you deserve, you know? Yeah. That person was rude. You were rude back. Tomato, tomato. But, yeah. I just can't believe, like, that it boggles my mind that, like, someone would do that. Like, to show up, like... You have, she knew that her boyfriend was not included in this reservation of seven or six people. What'd she think was going to happen? And she was like, I mean, well, it's kind of shocking they can't fit one more person. <laughs> you can't just bring a chair over to the table. There's probably rules against that, but yeah. Okay. So this one's, am I the a-hole for not wanting to pay rent for a place I don't live in? So, myself and my three closest friends decided we wanted to move in together for, like, a year or so just for fun and to make some good memories before we all started getting serious with life and moving away and whatnot. However, at the time, we were looking for places a few months ago. I just got a new job away from where we live, and with COVID, I wasn't sure if I'd still have to move away or if I could work from home and still move in with them. During this time, one of my friend's uncles had a house available, but problem was it was only three bedrooms and there was four of us. I told them to just go ahead with it as my job wasn't able to give me a definite answer on remote working. They all moved in, and it turns out I didn't have to move away for work, but it was too late to find a new place, and they were pretty much settled in. I was upset, obviously, that I couldn't live with them, but it, I wasn't so bad. it wasn't so bad because the house was close by to where I live, and I spent most of my weekends there. I tried offering to help pay with some of the bills just a little bit each month to help with utilities, um, and I was there almost every weekend. Um, and they said it was as much my place as it was theirs, but they refused, so instead I'd always bring over snacks, let them use my streaming logins, and things like that so I wouldn't feel as bad for not contributing anything and everyone seemed happy with that but recently one of my friends the one whose uncle owns the house asked if i could pay rent as i said before i was more than happy to i was more than happy to help pay the utilities bills but i don't live there and don't see why i should pay full rent which is what she's asking i said this to her and she said it's not fair and then i basically lived there on the weekends and they said in parentheses i'd crash on the couch if we were drinking but wouldn't be often um my other two friends said they can see both sides of the arguments but won't get involved as it's her uncle so it's her say but they also pay rent so shouldn't they get a vote um am i being the a-hole i'm more willing i'm more than willing to contribute my share but i feel like what she's asking is too much no she's not being the a-hole you know why because i feel like i've seen this a couple times on this uh subreddit where it's like people like spending a lot of time at other people's house and it's like are you they're they're not on the lease they don't have any say that's between you and your roommates if it bothers you that they don't pay a lease then say stop hanging out here so much yeah like are they not inviting you over and you're like what are you supposed to do like not come like you are their guest you don't guess do not have to pay to be a guest there like i remember unless you're overbearing then like they need to stop inviting you over Haley, like she had um when she was a sophomore like one of her roommates boyfriends would be there like, all the time practically live there so like a similar situation, but, like, honestly, to a greater extent than, like, even this. And it's like, guess what? They don't pay rent. They're just there. They're not on the lease. It doesn't matter if you're mad that they're not paying rent. 
Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of, like, what else. Also, like, she has her own place to pay for, right? Like, I'd be like, girl, I have other bills to pay. Like, I can't just, like, pay right here because you want me to. Yeah. And, I don't know, it just seems like they, like, I don't know if she wanted, like, their rent to all go down or if it was, like, the uncle that wanted to initiate it. I don't think the uncle would care, though, if he was just, like, like how does he know who's flat, you know, rate, rent. So maybe she's just trying to uh, lower her own rent by getting you to pay, but be like, girl, no, I don't think so. I'd be like, I'm just, I'll just stop coming over so much. <laughs> yeah, literally, I'd be like, oh, and, like, no worries, we can solve that. I'll just uh, come over less. Or you guys can come over to my place. <laughs> yeah. It's really small, but we can hang out here, and I won't ask you for rent. Okay. Um, next one is, am I the a-hole for ratting on a girl for plagiarizing a piece of artwork in class? I've been doing... I'm trying to make sure. They said, I'm been doing art, so I'm changing that to, I've been doing art. It's hard to read these guys when people are, like, making typos and stuff. In multiple forms since I was really young. I've never been interested in art as a career or job. It's something I started doing to express myself and help my anxiety. I have been posting my drawings on Instagram just for fun, and through this, I became friends with a somewhat popular artist. We will call her Dana. By popular, I don't mean millions of followers. I mean she has a little over 25k, not an extreme amount, but still a good following. We became rather close through Instagram. Now, Dana is an amazing artist. This girl can make a drawing look like a photo. Back to the main point. Um, It all happened. (laughs) Thank you for the sidebar. That was good. It all happened in art class. We previously had an assignment to do an art piece that showed how the world has changed due to to the virus. When first giving the assignment, our art teacher, we will call her Mrs. G, told us that she would pick five pieces of work to enter into an art contest being held by the local art center. Anyone interested in being picked should tell her after class. The prize was a $100 gift card to the local Michael's store, which is the best art store around here. Uh, amazing. What, a, what an incentive. Um, now, I'm perfectly content with my cheap dollar store art supplies. As I said, I don't take my art too seriously. It's just for fun. So I didn't enter. Now comes Wednesday. Mr. G had picked the drawings. I thought it was Mrs. G. It was. So they switched. Now it's a man. Um, had picked the drawings, and they were posted outside the art room. Uh, when I looked at one of the winner's drawings... Uh, or when I w- looked at one of the winner's drawings, completely stuck out to me. It was art piece submitted by a girl, we will call her Sandy, or Candy, I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> um, I knew I had seen that exact piece before. In my defense, I don't think this person speaks English as their first language, so it's both of our issues. On Dana's page, or that was where he saw the art before, on Dana's page. Uh, she had done it about a month back. What even, are the odds? Even got up the one post on Dana's page and held them side by side, completely copied. Now, here's where I, I might be at the a-hole. I ride her out to Mrs. G, going as far as showing uh, Dana's Instagram page, namely the piece Candy Copied. Uh, now Mrs. G has a rule, no tracing and or copying art, original piece, only unless the assignment mentioned otherwise. So Mrs. G is not happy. She confronted Candy, who tried denying it at first, but admitted she copied it once uh, presented with proof. She also went and looked at San- or looked at Candy's previous work and seen that she copied some of those as well. Candy was sent to the office and didn't come back for the rest of the day. From what I heard, her punishment was having her art piece taken down and being disqualified from the competition. Okay. I feel like, um, maybe a little petty. Like, it's basically like, would I have done that? Mm, no, probably not, because I'd be like, what am I going to do? Like, just turn them in what is this like what's the level of this is this if our fun class is this high school what is this i don't know i definitely made it sound like well they said like something about getting a failing grade so like <clears> in or like school or something. principal's office so like we'll say high school in that sense i'm kind of like maybe if you want to be like a teacher's pet and like say like they're not doing their work like i don't think the person did anything wrong i just wouldn't have like bothered to turn it in 
But I feel like, I guess, at least the punishment kind of, like, matches, like, all she did was get kicked out of the competition. Yeah. I mean, I think that the only thing that makes this, like, good, like, I'm agreeing with you in the sense, like, it's not good or bad. Like, it's, if you wouldn't have gotten involved, it's not your business anyways. But if you, like, did get involved, I think that since there was a $100, like, gift card reward, like, that makes me think, okay, well, if someone's going to win, someone who actually, like, worked hard for it should get the chance to win that gift card and not someone who plagiarized. Why even bother entering the contest? They seem like they don't like art anyways. Yeah. <laughs> what else does Michael sell? Um, so that's where I'm at with that. Do we have, like, an overall consensus, though? I'll say not the no, a-hole. Not. I don't think they did anything wrong. Okay. Am I the a-hole for making my significant other's meal more kid-friendly? So, my significant other makes this thick ground turkey veggie pasta sauce mixture that he eats straight, of, straight out of a bowl. Not my thing, but Okay. I'm also feeding four kids. For them, I took some of his mix and added extra pasta sauce and put it over noodles for spaghetti. That's when his that's when our world imploded. He went ballistic, apparently adding more pasta sauce to his mix and putting it over noodles for the kids was quote-unquote rude and appalling. No, this fully grown man is not a chef. I just wanted to make a meal a little more kid-friendly. This sounds Are like they're a 10-year-old. I know, I was like, this person themselves in this post is making it sound like they're like, why am I dating this person? Because, like, what a dumb thing to get mad about. I do have a solution. You should have, uh, perhaps, and I'm, like, going to say this first, but then, like, I'll get back to, like, if I think they're an a-hole or not. Um, you could have, don't me and Megan do, when we have, like, noodle dishes with stuff on top, you keep the noodles separate, and then you add the um, Oh, I guess I didn't think thing. that she, like, made that for leftovers. That'd be a little annoying if she did that for, like, all leftovers. Like, now his dish was tainted, but I didn't get that, um... I didn't feel like that's what happened. What do you think happened? <clears throat> I feel like she was preparing meals for four kids, and she's like, here's what I'm going to do to make it so we'll eat it. But then how would, it, how would that affect his food? I think he just, I took it as, like, he just thought it was rude. Like, it's not affecting what he'd personally eat. I thought it was just, like, he thought it was rude. As in, like, you know how people say, don't put ketchup on, like, a chef's burger because it's rude? Oh. Uh, that's what that's I how think. you took it? Yeah. I thought he took it as, like, she changed, like, the food so that, like, he couldn't have, like, what he wanted. Like, no, I don't think that's what I was saying. Either way, I was just offering a solution. If you were, if that's what you were doing, is, like, that you were doing some sort of leftover storage, then just separate it next time when you're doing leftovers. Either way, no matter what happened, move on. Break up with him. <laughs> that's where I, <laughs> you have four Red kids, girl. You have four kids, you have bigger fish to fry than what this well, guy Well, she just said she, she had to feed four kids. Dinner. I don't know if I'm... I don't know if they're her kids or not, but she could run out of daycare for all I know. <laughs> um, yeah. Just, like, your world imploded. Like, you're either being, like, the biggest exaggerator ever or, like, that guy needs to get a life and, like, get over her. Me and Sierra, in a couple weeks from now, we want to do, like, the red flags game on the podcast. That'd be a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let us know if you guys would want to see that. I think we'll do it probably anyways. See it, but listen to it. Whatever. Um, but I think that'd be fun. Me and Sierra are kind of joking. I feel like from what I've seen of that... I feel like for every single one, me and Sierra are going to be like, the red yeah, flag's red too flag. much. It's too much. It's like, someone could be better then. Because it's usually like, the person's perfect in every other way, except for one thing. And all the ones that I've seen, I'm like, not perfect. Not perfect. <laughs> but they're just simply not. So, we'll see if uh, we can find any in there that we'd be willing to compromise on. Alright. Tis my turn. Am I the a-hole for getting mad at a friend who stole my tattoo idea? So, this friend and I love tattoos, but we don't have many yet because he's working a part-time job and I'm a student, and what I earn is barely enough to get by. 
Some months ago, I had this idea for a tattoo covering a good part of my arm, and I also kind of got a design to fit well with my other tattoo so it doesn't look like a mess, including some meaningful details. I obviously told my friend and sent him a picture with the design. Now, the thing is, yesterday I saw a photo of him in a tattoo studio, and I thought, oh, wow, he's getting a tattoo. Why didn't he tell me anything? A couple hours passed by, and I see another picture with the same design I showed him. The same. Like, the details I did this so I could fit my other tattoos are there. The same patterns, parts that have a meaning to me, it didn't bother <clears> to change them. The only thing different is that instead of a maple leaf, I'm not Canadian, though. He has a weed leaf. Um, I obviously asked him why he would do that, and he could, or why he'd do that, and confronted him. He told me that he liked the idea, and he decided to get it because, quote, you weren't even going to get, get it for years because you can't afford it. Um, I told him to never talk to me again because if I can't trust him with that, what's the point of being friends? Then he got mad and told me that it wasn't such a big deal because it was just a tattoo. Um, and I didn't want, I did it because you weren't going to. My rage got even worse then. I told him to F off. He couldn't be trusted and that he couldn't get anywhere behaving like this and that his life is already effed up enough to be losing one of his new, or one of his few friends. He knew the meaning behind it. He could have asked me to use my design to help him design a similar one as I don't care if we have similar tattoos, but not the exact same one. I was supposed to be a tattoo, or it was supposed to be a tattoo that I'd be happy looking at. Now it only makes me mad. That's kind of enough for that, I feel like. I see absolutely no overreaction from her whatsoever. I don't either. Like, girl, what he that did, was, like, that's, he literally copied, guess what? Like, you wouldn't do that because, like, that's insane. Why would someone do that? Your design is, like, literally copyrighted because you made it. Isn't that how that works? I think so. <laughs> if you're I'm copyright also not expert, a copyright lawyer, so. Um, things you don't know about. House loans and mortgages and copyright. And general economics. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, like, I also just can't believe, like, before I read this, because, again, this is the first time that I read this through, like, I was like, maybe this was, like, a little, like, infinity sign. And you're like, I was going to get the infinity sign. But, like, a whole, like, arm Hand tattoo drawn. with details about your life and, like, spaces for your other tattoos. That is insane. If you're the tattoo artist, wouldn't you be like, there's, why you have, like, these weird loops and stuff? There's nothing on your arm here. <laughs> um, yeah, I see no overreaction whatsoever. And, like, to be honest, maybe some people think, like, we're overreacting just like her, but, like, I would not be shocked if you just, like, never wanted to, like, involve them in your life again. Because I'm, like, that person's, like, something's wrong with them. <laughs> That's, like, what I think. Sometimes Mike and I talk about, like, people that aren't people, and you guys would know what we mean if you live our lives. <laughs> <laughs> and he might be one of them. I won't confirm or deny You yet, should explain but. more what you mean by that. Like, I guess in the world of, like, YouTube comments um, and social media in general is where I tend to see it the most, where it's, like... Because you come across so many people. Yeah. Like, someone will comment something, and you're, like, that is perhaps, like, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, the most, like, insignificant, critical comment someone could make about you. Um, and there's, of course, like, no actual picture. Name doesn't even make sense. So you're just, like, you're simply not a real person. Like, I think the only thing I can think of as a recent example, I follow um, Monica Church, if you guys know who that is. She's a YouTuber. And she posted a screenshot of a comment that she got where it was, like, um, you let me know if you know the exact context. But, like, someone essentially, like, commented being, like, um, you need to get a husband because, like, a husband wouldn't have let you make that, like, silly mistake of, like, what'd she forget? I don't remember, but, like, I know what you're talking she about. She made some sort of, like simple mistake or something and so like the comments being like you should get married or like have a husband so that you wouldn't make these silly mistakes and like she posted on her story being like comment that i got today and i was just like girly do not post that on your story because it simply does not matter because that person is not a real person like a normal person would not have commented that because a normal person would have enough brain cells to understand that that is not a legit thing so that's what i mean by that yeah and And you you guys find that out 
But when you're on the internet long enough and you have people watch your stuff, you'll get you're comments just like, like that. Who are these people? Like, this isn't exactly the same thing. I would not say this person's not a person, but someone, like, commented on our YouTube video being like, um, what did they say? It was like, something, 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 and why do you guys never wear lipstick? And it was like, two completely unrelated points. So, I just, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> They're still a person. It's just a weird comment, but. Okay, this is my last one. Am I the a-hole for unintentionally making a customer wait while I clean up their wine spill? I, 18-year-old female, work in a convenience store in the middle of nowhere. It's a small town and everyone knows everyone and gossip runs rampant. Um, a guy I went to high school with, 22-year-old male, came in the other night about 15 minutes before close and smashed a bottle of wine on the floor. It was completely by accident and, the ins- and he insisted I let him clean it up, but he just had a long day or a long shift at, at work and I... And he looked really tired, and I'm pretty sure it would have been against safety regulations or whatever, so I said, no, don't worry about it, and started cleaning it up. He kept apologizing over and over, and I reassured him it was fine. Accidents happen, and not to worry about it. I said it, it gave me something to do, because, um, to be honest, it's really boring working there with barely any customers. Here's the problem. From where I was standing, I couldn't see the cash register, and after he walked away, he was ready to check out to leave, but I didn't realize that. He's now telling people that I intentionally took ages cleaning up the wine when I should have gone over to, re- to the register and checked him out instead of... Instead of continuing it to clean, admittedly, I shouldn't. I should have kept an eye on the register, but my my mind was on the mess, and it was the end of the day, and I was tired too. He's gone around town calling me names and telling people I'm really rude. I'm just like, wow, small town vibes, huh? That's what it's like. Um, really rude and petty, and made him wait 30 minutes at the cash register before checking him out to teach him a lesson because he accidentally smashed the bottle. It was 15 minutes before close, and I closed on time, so I know for a fact it didn't take that long. I definitely didn't purposely keep him waiting because of what happened. I was just cleaning a mess, and now my boss is threatening to fire me over this because he's, what he's saying is hurting the business's reputation, which I'm kind of like, small town really? vibes. Girl, really? you're answering your own question. To be an a-hole, you have to, like, have the intention behind it. Um, yeah, that's it. Also, how rude of him to be like, he's the one that freaking made the mess anyways, and he's like, oh my god, like, I'll clean it up. She's like, no, don't worry about it, like, I'll clean it up. And then he's like, like, God forbid you just actually, like, clean that up before realizing he was ready to check out yeah i'd say girly don't worry about it you're good not the a-hole and like convince your boss that and be they will, that <laughs> there's bigger and better things for you out there they will survive the uh gossip right like also who in like who there can't be that many convenience stores right? in your town like who how many choices do they have I'm not going here because the last thing i want to do is interact with the 18 year old who was cleaning up like, wine you're 18 he's 22 like tell him to get a life my god Okay. Um, am I the a-hole? This is my last one. For not changing my clothes, my roommate's boyfriend is over. We've actually had a recent, not recent discussion about this, but just, like, this topic in general. Um, hello, everyone. The situation happened last night, and I'm really conflicted on whether I was in the wrong. My roommate, 28 female, told me that her boyfriend was going to be sleeping over last night, and I, 25 female, had no issues with that. I was busy with midterm studying and working from home, so I stayed in my room the whole time. They left in the evening, and I decided to take a break and go bake something to relieve some stress. I made a brown sugar rum cake and put it in the oven. I later went back to or back into the kitchen to take it out so the ev- take it out of the oven and put it on a cooling rack. And this is when they got home. They greeted me, and I asked them if they had a good dinner, and they told me they were welcome. Or and I told them they were welcome to have some cake for dessert if they like. That's so nice of you. Uh, and then I went back into my room. A few minutes later, I got a text from my roommate telling me that she doesn't appreciate me walking around the house dressed inappropriately while her boyfriend is around, and that I need to have. What some was respect. she wearing? And not dressed so skimpy. That's coming. Um, when she told me that her, earlier that her boyfriend was coming over. I was wearing a cropped tank top and lounge shorts. I'm incredibly confused because this is what I normally wear around the house, and she's never said anything before. Also, it was 90 degrees yesterday, and we don't have air conditioning. 
I haven't responded to her text yet and have been avoiding getting out of my room. Um, it doesn't make, or it makes me uncomfortable that she essentially wants me to change just to grab myself a cup of coffee or use the bathroom if her boyfriend is here. I could understand if I was walking around in my underwear, but I was dressed in my normal at-home clothing. You did are nothing wrong. You are not the a-hole. Um, this, I can understand, like, the concept what of... What was, I feel like when we were first talking about this, there was something where, like, we were confused about, or, like, we, I don't know. Do you remember more of the conversation no. than I do? I just remember, I think we saw it on TikTok, I was like... Well, okay, at first, you, like, completely didn't understand the concept, and I was... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that that's was what, the issue. That's what it was. Because what, you just thought, like, you didn't even understand, like, someone would be, like, not dressed appropriately? No. Like, yeah. I don't remember, like, the TikTok that I originally saw, but, like, it was, like, some topic of, like, my roommate, like, making me change for, like, when her boyfriend comes over, and I was like, why would she make you change when you're... Like, I just... Nothing clicked in my head, because I've never, like, had any experience with, like, you know, having a roommate, and, like, I guess, like... You had your boyfriend come over, and I was like, but I wasn't thinking anything, you know? And so, I didn't tell you what to wear. <laughs> yeah. But I essentially had, like, little to no experience with this. And so I could understand if your roommate was, like, constantly, like, walking around there underwear all the time. He'd be like, hey, like, if they're over, just, like, being and, like, in that general. would be something that's not, like, you should Not just boyfriend it. level, but, like, for if we have people over, could you please not wear your underwear? That, I think, is an acceptable house rule to have. If you're wearing just, like your day-to-day clothing, even if it is, like, I don't, some people might disagree, but, like, even if it is, like, uh, short shorts or, like, a crop top that's, like, you know, a little more feeling, I'm just, like, that's not, you're, like, that's not your place. Yeah, it's not your place to decide what they're wearing. Like, if they are decently covered up, especially if it's, like, it's hot like it was that day and, like, she, like, was only running out to, like, go to the kitchen to, like, do something. Like, like I think you guys can manage both your roommate and her boyfriend. Yeah. And just, like, have enough confidence in your relationship to be like, my boyfriend's not going to do anything. Like, and my roommate's not going to do anything. So it's fine. So, yeah. Not the a-hole. And that is all she wrote. I've been telling Megan yeah. I've been using that um, phrase um, a lot recently. And we don't even watch uh, Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. But I use it, like, on a daily basis, so I should watch it. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I think we found a ton of good Am I the A-Hole stuff to talk about. Let us know your thoughts on any of these topics, if you agree or disagree with us, or if you have perhaps a different point of view that we didn't cover. Um, oh my gosh. This would take some pre-planning, but like, what if we did this where it was like people sent in their own stories? Mm, that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be a fun take. Let us know if you guys would like to listen to that. Um, otherwise, you can follow us on Instagram at according to TWO spelled out. And we also have merch. It's linked in our bio on Instagram. And I think that's all we have to plug. So we'll talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.